My name is Annie. I would like to do this podcast to help all the people who have been like me in life. I began going to church, not really understanding what church was about, looking at my parents and making them God more than the God of the Bible or the church. And then I got my first Bible as a teenager, read it, told my mom that the Sabbath was never changed. She and the pastor convinced me I was wrong. I got to the point where if I can't understand the book and God is not helping me to understand who he is, then I want no part of him, his church, or the Bible. But mom was wrong. The pastor was wrong. And they didn't even give me any scripture to back up what they were saying. But that same book says, give respect to whom respect is due. And we're supposed to look to the elders to have more knowledge and to be aware and to lead us in the right way. But today at the age of 48, I am able to recognize that God realized why I left and he sent other people in my life to bring me back again. So some of you may actually have known the truth, walked in the truth and left it because some people who you trusted or who had been knowledgeable or had been religious told you you were wrong and they were wrong. And I want you to come back to God the way I came back to God. And it makes us a little skeptical, but I believe it's better for us to end up in heaven for the right reason than to end up in hell for the wrong reason. Those are the type of people I hope to touch during these particular podcasts. Plus, there are two messages I received the first time I read the Bible that I feel God wants me to share with the world. And the first was the Sabbath has never changed. When you look at the book of Genesis, it doesn't give us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And in the beginning, there was only one language anyway. But when the language changed, do you realize that Saturday actually means Sabbath in over 100 different languages? The most well-known, Sabado, it means Sabbath. Yet, most people who say Sabado do not even keep Sabbath. And it's just amazing to me that even when our language tells us that the seventh day is a Sabbath day, we go against what makes sense. And there are a lot of things in language like that. You look at our month, September is supposed to be the seventh month, but it's the ninth month. October 8th. Octagon, eight sides, right? And then December 10. But at the same time, October 8 does follow September 7. What happened? Why is what is meant not what is being practiced? And if you actually look at the Hebrew calendar and even look at when Jesus was born during tax season, when is the first month? When is the last month? And if you look at the history of the world and the other things that come into play with different cultures, you'll realize that the lives we live have a lot of hidden meaning behind them that no one is really talking about. 
There are things we notice in life that don't fit, but we just go along to get along. And there are things that have never made sense, but we go along to get along. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. One thing I realized in this life is that I am a visual learner. I learn from what I see more than from what I hear. And there are a lot of people like me. That's why school systems are set up the way they are, because there are more visual and auditory learners than the other six different ways of learning. Unfortunately, those who have the other six don't normally do as well in school as those of us who are visual and auditory learners. And sometimes you get to thinking you're stupid or you're dumb, but the truth is you fit into one of those six other ways of learning that school is not traditionally set up to enhance. And you end up feeling like you're less than when the truth is that the systems are set up for the majority and not for the minority. And I have a daughter who is an emotional learner. She literally got every grade they had offered in school. If she did not like her teacher, she did not get a good grade because she is an emotional learner. And some of you may be like that too. I had the privilege of seeing a school based on seven different ways of learning. At that time when I was in college in the early 90s, they didn't even have emotion as a way of learning. That became the eighth way of learning later down the line. But as I said, I have a daughter. If she did not like her teacher, she did not get a good grade. It didn't matter how smart she was, she just went by her emotions. If you're hands-on and you're not in hands-on types of classes, your grades will suffer accordingly. Some people are able to adapt and force themselves to fit into a mode that is not comfortable, but is acceptable because they want to be successful in life. But then there are some people who just do not adapt well. And what are they supposed to do? And how are they supposed to feel? And how do they find their niche? Normally those are the people who do very good at being their own business or entrepreneur, setting up their own things because all their lives they wanted to find something that made them feel whole. And then they're able to do that and be successful in it. But even some entrepreneurs, they can start businesses, but they cannot grow businesses. And therefore, they just start businesses and sell them off because they recognize that they have talents to start things, but not necessarily grow things. And if you are able to recognize your gifts and your talents and hone in on them, then you will be successful without the world's definition of success. But most of us lie about who we are because we're so busy trying to be something that will never come naturally. And it's nice to want to have all the things that life says you should have, but when it doesn't come naturally and you find yourself miserable trying to attain it, you should come to a point in your life where it's like, I'm just tired of being frustrated trying to fit into something that is not natural for me. 
And that's basically how I came back to God because sin just was not successful. I was bumping my heads without God, without his word. And I couldn't really get into church because I didn't feel connected to God and his word, just showing up, hoping to feel something where I already feel a disconnect. But when God brings you back and you allow him to bring you back and he shows you who he is and he teaches you from the inside out through his Holy Spirit, no one can get you off track again because your teacher is now him. Your leader is now him and you can reach out and touch him through his Holy Spirit, which does not possess you, does not take over you and is not driving you anywhere you don't want to go. Yes, there are demonic spirits that take over and you have no control. And then there is a Holy Spirit that only wants to lead you to heaven. And if you decide you no longer want to go to heaven, guess what? The Holy Spirit leaves because he will not dwell in an unclean temple. And sometimes we ask the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts and come into our lives, but we want to hold on to our filth and our mess and our sin. And the Holy Spirit just cannot be comfortable in that environment. There is another scripture in the book of Acts. The kings of the earth stood up. And the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. This is in Acts 4.26. The coronavirus right now, we've seen it go through so many phases and we've seen different countries take it and get control of it. And other countries act like they don't even want to be a part of what's going on in the world because they're doing their own thing. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. You should have heard enough evidence by now to recognize that whatever coronavirus is representing is from man. Man-made, man-created, man-controlled, and it is getting worse instead of getting better. I read an article in the Relief Web talking about how the corona, let me just read this heading. 12,000 people per day could die from COVID-19, linked hunger by end of year, potentially more than the disease. And this was published July 9th of 2020 from the Relief Web. More people are dying because of the causes of the disease than from the actual disease. And why do we have this disease? Their jury is still out, but it appears one way, but what I believe to be true is straight out of the Bible. Many people are aware that August of 2019 ended the 400 year from slavery to freedom of the slaves brought over in chains on ships in America. But what we don't realize that there are two scriptures in the Bible specifically related to 400 years and slavery in the Bible. One being Genesis 15, 12, where Abraham was told his descendants would spend 400 years in a land that was not their own, being afflicted and in bondage. And the second one being Deuteronomy 28, 68, which says the reason you're going to be in bondage is because you're not observing the word of God and keeping his commandments. Which means 
when you put them together, after those 400 years, we are free to no longer be under the bondage or enslaved by these United States of America. And most of you who live in America know that when the Emancipation Proclamation was enforced, the person of color was never truly set free. Even when Obama was in office, you could see, yes, you got a person with melanin in the office, but how much freedom did he get to exercise? How free was he to represent this country? They look at the color of your skin. And with our last president, Donald Trump, it's been very apparent that we don't like you black people in America. But they had God's permission to treat us that way for 400 years. But what happens when that 400 year permission from God is over? That is what you are witnessing right now. COVID-19 is nothing more than a distraction to try to keep us from getting back on track because they no longer have permission to keep us in bondage. They no longer have permission to oppress us. But if we don't go back to God and get to keeping his commandments and worshiping him, that's how we got into the situation to begin with. And until we return to him, we cannot regain our authority to be the heads of state, to be rulers in the world, to be God's people and to have God's protection. COVID is only here to upset our apple cart until they can find a way to keep us down. Because unfortunately, since Esau and Jacob were born about 4,000 years ago, Esau only gets to rule when Israel is disobedient to God. Check your history books. Who's modern day Israel? Who's modern day Esau? When did Esau rule throughout all of his time on earth? He only gets to rule when Israel is disobedient to God. Therefore, it benefits Esau to keep Israel disobedient to God. And since Israel doesn't even know who she is, it really helps Esau. Psalm 83, I'll let you read that on your, um, yes, read that on your own because it tells you how many nations have united to keep Israel ignorant of who she is. But the funnier part is when Israel decided to set up a country, some of those nations said, we gotta have some real Israelites in Israel if we're gonna set it up as a country. And they did. John Hagee has talked about many airlift overnight trips from Africa to Israel to make sure that those people who knew the truth about who Israel was were satisfied to let the country of Israel be a country because some real Israelites were actually there. There's a lot going on in the world that doesn't make sense. And unless you get the spirit of God and you are able to have his understanding of his word, it will not make sense. And some things will not make sense until we get to see Jesus face to face in heaven. I want to share another scripture from John 19, 11, when Jesus stood before Pontius Pilate. Jesus answered, thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. 
Therefore, he that delivereth me unto thee hath the greater sin. Why does God allow these things to happen? Because we won't serve God. We don't think God is enough. Most people that go to church, why do they go to church? How many churches are actually just social clubs parading as houses of worship? Let's be real. What do we get out of these modern day places? Do you think God is happy that many churches closed down because of what they were doing and not doing and not representing? How many churches misrepresent his word? How many churches don't know his understanding of the word? And then I wanna close with Hosea 5.15. I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face and their affliction, they will seek me early. God hopes that some of us will have enough sense to recognize that he's allowing us to get a butt whipping and that he can end the butt whipping. But many of us don't wanna acknowledge him, give him any glory, give him any credit, acknowledge that he exists. In the days of Babel, after the flood, there was one people, there was one language. And God got so upset that we had the audacity to try to build a tower to heaven. I don't think they could have did it no matter how they tried, but God was so upset that they had the audacity to do it that he came down and he confounded the language. And now <laughs> over a hundred languages, the seventh day means Sabbath. And we, the people who speak these languages don't keep Sabbath, even though we go to church. There are many things going on in this world that don't make sense. And there are many more that will never make sense. But there is a God who sits high, looks slow, and is in control of everything. Will you let him be in control of you? Will you let him open up your heart and come inside? Will you let his Holy Spirit lead you and guide you and teach you all things? You can change your mind at any time. He doesn't force himself on you. He doesn't stay on you and he does not make you do anything you do not want to do. But he is able to show you the right way and help you to walk in it. And when you and he become one, you don't even have to ask the Holy Spirit. You don't have to be led by the Holy Spirit. You're on automatic because you have received the lessons presented. And you have accepted that God is all he said he is. Will you become a part of this family today? Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for this free podcast. I thank you for allowing your people to stop by and listen. And I pray that they will take something that will help them or someone in their lives to draw closer to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.